0: Hey everybody, welcome back to MidTable's Finest. Uh, I'm Eric, if you didn't listen to the first episode, one of the hosts of the show, and I'm here with my buddy Nick, the other, the co-host, the second fiddle I guess we would call him, right Nick?
1: Hey, yeah, that would be me.
0: That's right, uh, we appreciate, we got um, some people listening, I know we just started last week, so anybody listening is awesome, but I know we got some people, we got some comments on social media we were really, really psyched about one person commented that they were uh, really excited that we had some meme lists that we were talking about. And that (laughs) he really appreciated that we were living right in that middle, middle table bracket.
1: That's where I like to find myself mid expectations. A lot of people say low expectations, but I feel like then it's just, everything's a win. You know, there's, there's no sense of gratification. A mid table player. You know, you have your high days, your low days, but nine times out of ten, you're satisfied.
0: That's right. Well, I mean, that would be a, a high-level person, nine out of ten. Like, five days out of ten, you're going to be happy.
1: Nine nine events out of ten, we end up in the middle tables. I am okay with that.
0: Oh, okay. I see. You're coming at it like, if you hit the middle tables, you're happy nine out of ten times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, makes that makes sense. Yeah, I mean... So this week, we're going to talk about a local major that's going to come up here shortly in our area at uh, Tables and Towers in Westminster, Maryland. It is the Flames of Autumn 40K major on uh, October 16th and 17th. And I'm pretty pumped about it. I, I played the, in the Maryland Open was the last major I played with my ADMAC before the Codex came out. Um, this looks like it's got 50 people signed up right now. I'm sure we'll hit 58 by the time it rolls around for a major status. Uh, But it doesn't look like we're gonna get to like that. I think we had like almost 120 at the Maryland Open, which was awesome.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know if it'll get that big. The Battle for Maryland's always been kind of like a uh, self-contained, like uh, ego fest for us, right? Everybody wants to crush all their friends at Battle for Maryland. That's like the place to go. Uh, but like the, the majors always have a good turnout though. You know, we never have bad, uh, number of people show up to any of the, any of the majors in the area.
0: Yeah. Even for like the GTS and the RTTs for a while there, once the COVID protocol started to, to dial back, it was hard to even like sign up for events. Like I would see them pop up and if I was doing something and I couldn't sign up, they would get full immediately. Like in this area, like Maryland, Virginia, Delaware. Yeah. Always has good a good turnout, which is awesome. Um I know unfortunately you won't be able to go cuz your your work situation you haven't made it you're not like independently wealthy through 40k yet so
1: not yet not yet it's in the cards but it's not yet and so uh yeah I'm just observing I might stop by see how people are doing on day 1 uh I really hate to be that guy to uh sign up for an event play day 1 knowing that I have to drop day 2 so uh we'll see uh if they ever need that extra player or that extra body, just to push it over. If like 57 people sign up and they just need one to make it a major, like I might play that Saturday or something, but now um, to be clear,
0: we're not saying that you're going to sign up and be a ghost human. You no i would go and play, right? go and cool. play. People, yes absolutely people have gone in the past before. oh
1: just to push it over yeah no we i would participate in the event yeah you can't do that that's a no-no
0: <laughs> yeah i don't want anybody to be like oh my god what are they doing
1: out there the ITC no police so i take uh the voter registration lists and i sign them up for our itc events oh, and nice. that's how we make majors
0: nice and then you like have them put crack dealers which is our team name
1: yeah Other things
0: that we get all the points. Absolutely. Genius. We got this. We figured it out. We broke the system.
1: It's it's real easy. All you gotta do is volunteer one time on uh on election day, and those old people just leave those papers everywhere. (laughs) That's
0: good. That's good. I wonder if the explicit tag on Spotify like protects us from like incriminating ourselves for crimes.
1: Uh no, I'm just gonna go back and hit a fat fact check button and then they'll just say we're fake news. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Can, can we get a fact checker in here just to say this is nonsense so that no. all liability is gone?
0: No, but what we can get for my segue is we'll talk about the army that I'm going to bring to the Flames of Auto Major. So I'm going to play uh, my Necrons again. I had a short moment of madness where I looked at the, the Gene Genesteader Cult ranking. That's really my, my favorite army. I played Genesteader Cult since those new models came out back in, I guess, 8th edition was when they came out, the newer models with, like, the Jackals and and all that stuff. And, man, I just played one game against an AdMech player, who's a good AdMech player, and it wasn't like, I was like, okay, I'm going to lose this game, but let's see how bad it is. Maybe, like, the top GSC player has 450 points. I was like, I can go 2 and 3 at events and score 450 points by the end of the year. And maybe I get lucky. Maybe I go, go on a run or something. No, absolutely not. He smokes my list. <laughs> to, to the like, not the way an aback player would beat, you know, a worse army. He made sure he did everything in his power to not let me deep frighten near anything within nine inches. He knew the GSC tricks because we played before, and once he knew them, he made sure I could do none of it. And it was just a seriously demoralizing game. But I needed that to make sure I didn't play GSC for the rest of the season.
1: Um oh, I think you're not gonna play an admec player every time you, you go to a table. Oh, I'm sure. gonna say this, I'm gonna put my foot in the mouth. You're gonna to go to the major and you're going to get five games against admec. But
0: yeah, I I think I've played them every time, every tournament.
1: I think uh not last one. You played White Scars, White scars, and Orcs. So uh, that's true. There's that's that. true. That's true. Uh, but I will say that uh like, I think that Necrons, but like, we talked about this. Necrons, I think that yes, you can win some games, and but you're not gonna win best overall. Necron, you're not gonna win. You, you got to get very lucky to end up at, uh podiuming or at a major, maybe in the top 10 with that. Um, but yeah, with you GSC, need, you need a
0: pair, right?
1: Yeah. GSC, you definitely need to pair right? You may win some games, but that's but not also, what it's about. You're just playing against the other guy on the internet and God knows where.
0: Just to get to that 450. Yeah, but I could also just as easily go 0-6 or 0-5. I can't, I can't remember if we're playing five games or six games for the major, but it could just as easily go 0-6. And, and I I'm definitely will not have a good time going 0-6 in the major, though. So. <laughs> I guess so here, I guess I thought of the this terrible GSC. The rumor is they're getting a codex come sometime like this year, which would be nuts. I could have sworn it was Tyranids, but if it's GSC, I'll be very, very happy.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean like eh, I've read a lot of different things about what's coming out when. Um but uh I think that yes you will probably I would say I have a better time. If you think you'll have a better time, then you're gonna have a better time. Who am I to tell you what your hobby is? But yes, I think that uh, you know. I think you can make a run at it if you if that's what you wanted. But you have to go into it knowing you're gonna get your balls kicked in.
0: That doesn't sound very fun.
1: I mean, so instead, some people pay good money for that.
0: That's true. That is true. But instead, I'm gonna play my Necrons, and I'm, yeah. I'm moving away from what I was playing before, um, which I was playing Double Satan, which is super fun. But as the man on the internet said, it is a meme list. It's, so if the satan powers go off and you roll those three ups for, for your powers and like you can double sky falling stars and keep the satan alive, like your, your opponent maybe doesn't have the tools to do wounds in multiple phases to them, or they mispositioned so they don't, then it can be a serious contender list. Like i I I'd be in a very good admic player with it just because everything went my way. But it's not – it doesn't give me the best chance to win every game.
1: Well, I think it's just like 90% of that army is matchup dependent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, so.
1: if you get an army that can get off psychic powers reliable – like you go against T-Suns, you're done. That's a 23 yeah. to 100 loss. You know yeah. <laughs> like
0: i uh, Yeah, absolutely. Because they can do wounds in all of the phases.
1: All the time. Target
0: it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if I put it somewhere – they can do their teleporting jank and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So they the can be everywhere end,
1: doing mortals. Um,
0: you play adnec bombers that can do the the mortals when they fly over. And I think they get ten dice for a monster, which is the Satan or Monsters. Uh-huh. So I definitely moved away from that and I'm just gonna do what the only thing the Necrons can do is everything opsec. Six inch pregame move. That's that's their best card in their deck right now. Yeah. Um, sure. And, like, everything, the rules aren't bad for the Necron. Just everything's just slightly more expensive than it probably needs to be. And then, when you look at a codex like Dark Eldar, it's... Yeah. Over-costed.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were talking about it before. Like, I made a list last night. Just... I was Hellion curious. And I was like, I wonder how many Hellions I can realistically fit into a Triple Patrol Dark Eldar list. And... I need raiders for some anti-tank so I wonder what I wonder how much is going to cost. So I made the 40 Hellions plus plus a one and two patrols of uh cultists the the sixes to hit cause a mortal wound uh in combat mm-hmm. um and then one patrol of black with Drazar, five raiders a bomber uh trueborn and two units of cabalites and then in addition to the 40 hellions so it was like seven dark lances or something that i could squeeze in there like seven dark lances three two four five bl- blasters a ton of blasters a ton of dark lances drazzar some incubi and then a ton of hellions i was like this is just ridiculous I, l- I don't think that hellions should be as cheap as they are 85 points for five or something um,
0: what are they two wounds each with a five up involvement? Yeah, and a feel no pain. Do they have feel no pain?
1: They uh, get... no, so they have everything has a six up involvement from power from pain. Um, but I think they're also T4 uh, because they're on their sky.
0: Oh, yeah, the little
1: yeah
0: hoverboards, around. yeah, they're
1: green goblin board. Um, but like, I think, I mean. <laughs> I don't know if it would be good. I think it would be a meme list. You know, forty hellions, and then you have the C for one CP. Each one can drop a mortal wound in the movement phase. Uh, you yeah, when
0: you fly over something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah so I think I mean like I think it's got play, but I think it's also a meme list. Like, yeah, is it is it it'd as be good stupid? As
0: the normal Dark elder list out there? Probably not. Yeah, no. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, show up
1: to a table with 40 Hellions and 5 Raiders and watch people What the hell, man?
0: Well, just, it speaks to how good the Dark elder Codex is, that, like, Hellions are like, in any other Codex people be like, oh my god, I have this awesome tool it's going to go in every of my lists, like, I'm going to take three of these. Yeah. And the Dark elder, people are like, yeah, I might add it, like, I might throw it in there to be cute, like that's yeah. the level of of power of the dark all are, are right now
1: yeah well i think i mean like so like Admech has the same thing that has like several different builds that are very versatile um necrons don't really i think black templars are going to be the same way i just have a feeling that black templars are going to be busted um
0: just like that feeling deep in your gut that you yeah man i look
1: at them and that guy that's like polishing that sword and i'm like he is that guy not the hellbricked or the emperor's champion. Whoever sword he's Helbrich. polishing, yeah, yeah. Helbrick really. isn't gonna be good. The guy polishing the sword, that's gonna be the star. Oh, okay. It's gonna be he's busted. Gonna have like some stupid rule of. Like, it's like he... the Crouchling. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: He like resurrects hellbrick when he dies or something crazy. Yeah,
1: he polishes him back to life. Huh. Wow, back to life. that My did device? I don't know if that came out right, but yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, he's polishing something down there. I don't know, but
1: um.
0: Have you seen the memes like with that? People Dude, I'm that? dying, it's
1: dying. Amazing. The I Forrest Gump memes, <laughs> yeah. where him and Bubba are cleaning the floor and talking about corpse Starch.
0: Oh man, it's amazing.
1: Uh, my
0: computer, my computer just restarted. That's amazing. Good thing I'm doing this from my phone.
1: Nice, nice, solid work. It ran work.
0: to it ran into a problem.
1: It said, "We'll see." Oh well, play. good. Awesome. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I guess um, I'll go over my Necrons. I need yeah. a practice with this list. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to hear about your meme. Your meme Dark Eldar list. Yeah. People are tired of your Dark Eldar. But the Necron list, I got to pull it up now because my computer shut down. But it's uh, everything is relatively expansionist and Eternal Conquerors because the 6-inch pregame move and everything opposite is Necrons. That's how you exist mm-hmm. in, in the competitive world today. And then I have uh, Outrider. With a Chronomancer who has the Veil of Darkness, two units of two Crypto thralls, Uh Plasma Site for the six Scorpion Destroyers that are in there. Then I have three units of five uh, Canopic Wraiths. Then we have a patrol with the Catacomb Command Barge with the Resorb, who's my Warlord Enduring Will and the Voltaic Staff. And then you have a uh, unit of immortals just because they need to be there for the patrol for a troop tax. Uh, you know, 10 Lich Guard, 10 Triarch Praetorians with the rods, obviously, the good weapons. Mm-hmm. And then three of the heavy destroyers with the single shot 3d3 damage guns.
1: Mm.
0: So it's everything that is going to be out on objectives is T5 with a 4 up inbound save, except for the Triarch Praetorians. They're T5, two wounds, with just a 3 up save. But they're so fast they have fly. They can, they can hide, hopefully, is the plan. Uh, there's a little shooting with the heavy destroyers mm-hmm. to shoot at things like raiders. They're really good at killing raiders. They're really good at killing laser chickens. Um, and the 6-inch pregame move lets them start hidden, and I can either pop them into places where, with a 6-inch pregame move, and if I go for their 8-inch move with fly, they can get angles on things that my opponent maybe didn't expect, and they're totally expendable after they shoot the first round to, to kill some stuff.
1: Yeah. And
0: then the 3x5 Wraiths is probably my favorite thing in the list. Um, wraiths are just... I mean, every time I use them, I'm just more and more like, impressed with how durable they are, how fast. When you give them obsec, they're just super annoying. They don't kill a lot, because they hit on fours, they have two damage. Um, shrink 6, 2, two damage is, isn't bad. It's just the hitting on fours is real bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, it takes a lot to kill... Five race that can reanimate, especially if you can get the command protocol, rerolling one of those dice. It, it can take a lot, and as long as one survives with OPSEC, that might be enough to hold hold an objective.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely um, enough to be annoying.
0: Oh yeah, you're well aware of that, right? I mean, yeah,
1: those <laughs> race definitely get. Oh man,
0: get stuck in. So, and then they can also they totally ignore terrain, and they can fall back and charge, which you can do some just hilarious stuff with that. So, mm-hmm. your opponent will charge. In your wraiths, you know, maybe kill some, and if they don't wipe them, you can fall back over top of them because they can fly. And then you, well, I don't know, they, I don't know if they actually have fly, but they can ignore. They're basically have like the harlequin rule.
1: Yeah, they ignore then, enemy models and terrain.
0: Yeah, they phase through it, and then you can go twelve inches deeper into your opponent's lines and start tagging things that they thought were safe. And that is just when the true hilarity begins, because then they, you can do that on their objectives. Um. The list also has a unit of seven scarabs, which is there totally just to gum up the works of the middle middle table. If there's an objective there, they get the five plus plus from the chronomancer and, and sit and just be a lot of wounds to chew, chew through before before those wraiths can come in. Um, again they're fast, obsec, just annoying to deal with units. Yeah. So I'm hoping between the Full OPSEC and and some of the things like the lich guard, the Praetorians, and the little bit of shooting I have, I can you know have enough damage dealing as well to to threaten the table and you know win through board control, contest the primary. And typically, my, my biggest weakness for the neck rounds has been that third secondary. I either mispick it or there's just not a lot of good options, and I I panic and I pick something crazy.
1: Yeah, convince yourself that that secondary is the one, right? Right, and then
0: during, as soon as the game starts, I'm like, hmm, this was a mistake.
1: Yep. <laughs> so what yeah. are you going to pick for this army?
0: Um, so it does stranglehold really, really well because of the obsec. Everything's obsec. So if if the mission lends itself to stranglehold, like um, certain missions that have just like a three on or either person's side, I definitely don't take stranglehold because I have no interest in crossing the board. I don't need to come over and, and fight you on your side of the table when I can take banners and I can take Purge Vermin, um, which gets me two points for every quarter that my enemy is not in.
1: So mm-hmm.
0: well, I can just defend my side of the table with Fast Moon Race, block it off. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's worked out for me in the past with those missions where it's the three objectives on either side. But if it's the objective, if it's any missions where there are objectives in the middle and it's, you know, five, a five objective mission, and sometimes like, um, like the four objective mission where the two are in the middle and one on each side. Stranglehold works out awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend not to take engage because I don't like, ha- like you know, I can be in three quarters of the table, but a lot of those objectives in the middle are right along that center line, and if you're if you're rumbling on them, like you don't, you're not going to have a unit all the way across. Yeah,
1: you line. don't. Your list doesn't have a lot of like faint units that you can just like. You have. Did you you take crypto thralls so you could like scramble or whatever Octarius but like Rod yeah yeah uh, yeah so
0: that's so that first category I was talking about was all in the like whatever engaged category is yeah um, banners but so for the second secondary it's either banners if there's enough objectives on my side or it's the retrieval Octarius data and just because of what you said the crypto thralls for one CP they're so small I'm I'm getting eight from Rod. It's, can you stop me from getting 12 mm-hmm. you really have to block off that quarter of the table because the crypto throws are tiny and there's two two models so they can fit you know right at the edge of the closer to me at the edge of that six inch yep little cross in the middle of the table or all the way in the back corner and then once they've rotted if if you don't shoot them they can actually they do a surprising amount of damage they can be super annoying and they're ob so if they make a charge on an objective I know I've stolen opponents back objectives from them because they left like A dreadnought or a tank that's not Obsec or something back there.
1: Oh yeah, or five Cabalites. You know, five. five, Yeah,
0: and and, and kill a couple Cabalites. Yeah,
1: they can definitely take out T three little T three bodies if somebody left them back there. Some guard bodies or whatever. You know, right? Um, Yeah, they're
0: great. They're great. So then, those are usually easy picks. The third one, um, I tried Grind down the last tournament, and man, was that a mistake? Like, it just Necrons. You don't do enough damage.
1: Yeah, I think grind you only take when like a lower unit count list, right? Like you well, you only reliably take or the other army is like the polar opposite of yours, like you know you're going to play well like you're a shooting army and they're a combat army or, you know, uh mm-hmm. I don't know. But like uh mainly like unit count, right? So like <laughs> if I have like a if I'm playing knights or something like that, take grind like you're not gonna kill more units than me. I only have five models. Like, uh... yeah, I mean that. That's, nights... a, that's
0: the obvious scenario. Yeah. but it also like if you go second and take grind, you have a huge advantage because you know what you need to kill, so you can kind of plan for it throughout. Correct. The track. Yeah, but half the time you're gonna go first and you're gonna have right. no clue. Like, you can't just kill. That's not how game 40k works, right? Like, you're not just killing stuff with abandon. Usually, you know. What you can see is what you can see, and it, it's just enough to you know kill which, yep. that one model that you need to kill, or unit. Um, so, so I'm really thinking my two the last targets are not good. That a lot of you know lists take that as their third. They're built in mm-hmm. third. Um, mine's the lich guard, which are going to be up there fighting. Um, the tripertorians, which are going to die every single game because they're a little suicide. Yeah. And then what's the other one? Um, the. Oh, Score Pack Destroyer. Same thing. They're going up there. So, to the last, basically, is a non starter for me. Unfortunately. Uh, some games I'll be able to take the mission secondary, but there's only a couple. Well, I think there are only two good mission secondaries from, like, Direct Assault and the other one where, you like, you get auto 15 for holding the objective in your mm-hmm. deployment zone. Um, So I don't know. I'm the I'm, one we can use this time to brainstorm. What do you think? Do you think, can you think of anything that I'm missing? I mean, I know one Necron secondary they can do, but it's just risky.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think you have a good, good idea. It depends on the mission layout too. Like, like you said, like if you get to get to the table and the mission is that one that you score 15 for holding yours in the center or whatever, direct assault, the direct mm-hmm. assault mission, like, You know, that's like a layup, like what you're going to pick. But I think that, you know, you have a good plan. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Even if you took two the last and then kept the Lich Guard back, like keep them out of fighting, but just jammed up your opponent to try and stall while you kept that unit alive for the majority of the game. And then you can fight them, you know, then you want to play the end game, play turn two. You know, if you're bottom of turn three, four, five, you can bring them out, but leave them back turn one and two. So maybe, mm-hmm. you, you know, don't just throw them out there early. Uh, Because that's like the mistake that I made playing the Death Guard is take it to the last, and then I put stuff out there early. I would drop my Terminators out early or like, uh you know, not, a, not play as conservative as I wanted to. I'm the guy who always p- puts everything out 12 inches or i guess now 10 inches away from the edge of my table and my deployment zone and like tries to get to the other side of the table you know uh
0: you say i'm coming big d swinging big, oh yeah i'm coming out swinging. i'm gonna
1: do it uh but like well so like my death guard's not my dark eldar where like i want to hide stuff behind buildings but i want to put it as close to you as possible because i want to get in your face and into combat typically mm-hmm. uh as fast as possible with most of my units or just like fly around you and get board control um but my death guard i really needed to like play more conservative keep everything back and like keep my death ball just kind of like hidden as opposed to just sticking in the middle of the table and being like look at me now um i think you might have a play with doing something like that like just playing more conservative and leaving the lich guard back who was your other to the last lich guard praetorians praetorians and the scoreback destroyers yeah oh the destroyers that they're yeah. kind of risky sure that's...
0: die every game i mean they have yeah. the one, the one cp strat for minus one to wound but that's only that's not going to keep them alive for a whole
1: game if yeah now no.
0: contesting objectives that's going to keep them alive for at one turn yeah until they, can, they can kill something
1: um yeah that that would be the only other suggestion that i i would think but like that doesn't necessarily sound unless your opponent doesn't have any like long-range shooting that could really like take them out you know what i mean something that's a more combat list i don't know yeah no, I, I think, think that everything could. that's out there now would just pop them you know what i mean oh yeah i think yeah. like dark eldar ad mech orcs maybe you tell i mean like they're gonna hit you on fours and fives, you know. I mean, maybe you have a better shot, but like not much better. Yeah. Well, um, once,
0: once those scorpion crawlers come out of the train, they usually hide in. They're like a little missile, and they hit something, they kill it, and then they they die generally.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then um,
0: the other one I was thinking was the um, code of combat. Every time a lord kills something, I have one lord in my list, which is well,
1: um, yeah. Can you st- can you squeeze another lord in? That's a because yeah, like so,
0: the problem with Necrons is the characters are so expensive and they they do basically nothing.
1: Yeah, um,
0: like they give good buffs, but they're not they're not like a seventy point succubus running around with ten attacks. Yeah. So the only way the code of combat works, uh, from what I found, is with Silent King list. It's really good because you. Because the Silent King is going to kill stuff before he dies every game. And then if you have another Lord, he can can kind of play cleanup. And when I used to play the 60 Necron, Novak Necron Warriors with the Silent King, I was constantly getting 12, 15 points, never less than nine points on Code of Combat. And it was awesome to have that third secondary outside of the two main categories that I usually choose. So... This lord does have a voltaic staff, so if, if there's units out there like five admec infiltrators, if there's any infiltrating space marine units, if it's a if it's a list that I'm playing that can't come and target my character with anything, like the admec bombers or snipers or targeted like mortal wound spells or anything like that, it's it's a viable pick because throughout the game he's gonna stay alive behind those Lich guard. And just if he kills three units with with the voltaic staff after some of my units have maybe whittled it down. That's nine points. I'm happy. I'm totally happy with that.
1: Yeah.
0: It just, again, I, I can't be picked every game. So this third secondary is, will be very important.
1: Yeah. And I feel no. like though, that's the kind of sign of like a, like you have a balanced list, right? Like you have two solid secondaries and then your third, you have some ideas, but not necessarily something you're going to take every game. I feel like I've definitely built lists that have, that are like, Nope. I give up too much and I take too little. Like, you know, uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, so speaking of like what secondaries do I give up. So if you take no prisoners is is another pick that I can do sometimes. Yeah. Um if I feel like, you know, I'm you have a bunch of models or you have a bunch of, you know, Space Marine two wound models, mm-hmm. or something like that. That's that's kinda easy to see when, when that's a good pick. But my list gives up. I think if you table me, you get fourteen no prisoner points. But then like if I'm if if you get that, whatever I'm gonna lose anyway. But like
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like against 60 Warriors, that was a lot better. But against this list, it's not as good.
0: Yeah, this list is much, much tougher. And, I mean, things can still come back, but I'm, I'm not going to res as much thing, much right units just because of the amount of wounds that things have. And the stuff's hard to kill. And it's not like I'm going to put everything out there right out in the open from the get-go and say, well, go ahead and shoot at everything, see, see if I can live. Mm-hmm. When the 60 Warriors, it's hard to hide. Like, I could hide 20, 40. Yeah. On some tables, zero, but...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what that third secondary journey is like throughout the, the major.
1: Yeah. That, Maybe I feel like,
0: like that is what's going to make or break.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. That's going to be the... Di- Whether you score eight or you score 12, that's going to be the, like, tipping point. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but, I mean, if it's also, you know depends on what people bring and like i feel like these majors bring out a lot of the like uh high-end meta players and then they also bring out people that only come out and play once a quarter at a major you know what i mean uh yeah so i don't know you far, get a-
0: far like local scene is weird like that but that, that's very true like you'll see at an rtt i feel like we have higher caliber of like players there than we do at, at gts and majors
1: oh yeah for sure i go to gts and majors like if I'm not playing in it and I stop by to see like I, when I came to battle for Maryland, man, I just walked around. I'd like saw none of these people ever. You know what I mean? I granted that people travel a distance to come to some of these events, but like not, not all of them. And like some of these people I've never seen before. I look at the, like I just look at what they're bringing to the table. You know, I'm like, wait, what? Like, looks like this is your time to get out and play games, which is cool. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it really throws off when you're trying to plan. You know, you're planning for that meta, and it, you know, then you get those games where you're like, "Oh man, all right, well, uh, let's button this up." Uh, <laughs> you know, where you plan to play a competitive game, but but that's just uh, the way the chips fall, I guess. Yeah, it all
0: a bit. yeah, a lot of it is pairings for sure. Oh yeah, you can see, you know, not necessarily even just army pairings, but player skill. Like, did you pair into one of the top ranks? People like, yeah. maybe you're playing a Tyranid player. Maybe you're playing like a GSC player, but maybe they're like the best Tyranid or GSC player. Yeah. Or maybe you and, just
1: paired into TJ Lanigan. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's happened.
1: It happens. It happens. And then you
0: play, and then you play the number one Evan player also. Yeah. And you're one and one Yeah. What a... What an unlucky run that was.
1: Yeah, that happens. That happens. Not to me, but to you. <laughs> that, that happens.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as I'm doing that I look over and I see you like like shaking a, uh, a teenager's hand and he's so excited because he like has his first painted army. Well on I got my
1: space marines and I have like, these my land speeders and this is my <laughs> other land speeder. And, and that's then, like and then All Nick right tells kid, the kid,
0: Well these are Dark Eldar And um, get
1: get those Space Marines off my table.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, and, I mean it it sucks that, you know, your sportsmanship was, was suffering, but it's fine.
1: I think that that should – like, bring sportsmanship back. We need more sportsmanship scores. I have been to an event with sportsmanship score in a long time.
0: Uh, yeah, that is true. I, yeah, this will be our we'll, – we'll transfer into this as our random last topic. And then – so they, they used to do best sport, but, like, it was totally random. Like,
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it was – everybody just put down, like, who – like, uh, who did you have the – Which one of your opponents was your favorite? You write their name down and put it, and then they would tally up who had the most like favorite opponents or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're only playing three people, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's probably everybody puts three out of three. Yeah, the only way that that gets broken is if like, uh, there's like a couple guys there who just suck, you know what I mean? And then it's just a 19 way tie as opposed to a 22 way tie. Uh, but I definitely think that they're like, rate your opponent one to 10 and the person at the end of the day who has the highest score, you know, get them a prize or something, bring back sportsmanship. I mean, not that I have terrible experiences with other people, but I do think that like uh, it adds another layer. It prevents some of these, like we talk about it. We talked about it before and we'll probably talk about it every time these, you know, I hate to say it and I'm not stereotyping here. I'm just, this is going to be honest. Sweaty basement dwellers, yeah, that just like want to ruin your day. Yeah, I Uh, mean,
0: but do you think a sportsmanship score is going to stop
1: that person from being? Maybe not the way they are. Like maybe not, but it puts adds a layer of you know maybe they'll think about it, or maybe somebody else will think about it. Oh, or maybe it just makes somebody think you know like uh, how I how I play matters. You know what I mean? Um, Right. It
0: just came to me. I know what we need. We don't need a, a best sportsmanship award. That's just awarding people doing for what they're supposed to be doing. Right. True. We don't need that. What we need is some kind of a, like demerit system for the worst sport. A so disqualification score. Exactly. Everybody votes. Say, that, say it's an RTT. There's 18 people there. We know going into the RTT, one of you is going to be the worst sport. Can't come to the next event.
1: Boom. Solve. Yep, I think that's the. I love it. I think that's the way we solve it.
0: I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna pitch it to the, the store owner next time we see him. Listen, we'll see if I'm allowed
1: to come back. I think you should go straight to the top. Just email Reese, Frontline yep. Gaming. Listen, <laughs> contact that Frontline Gaming. We need to, we need to get these players out of the hobby. That's right. Your yellow card, card
0: system. That's okay. garbage. That's People
1: for that's for the weak. We need to, we need to reap. <laughs> We need to call these terrible players out of our.
0: We I have a think. special emoji that when they
1: sign up for ITC
0: events, it's next to their name. It's a frowny yeah, face,
1: it's a red A. And uh, it's a, oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think oh.
1: that uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't had that many bad experiences that I think we need, uh, need a, a sportsman score. I don't think that we need uh i think it adds a layer but i think it does add a layer of like uh it makes how you play matters you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. i and i do i probably will agree that it's also a very touchy feely uh part of it that is uh like uh it's more about the feelings than it is the player or the the game itself um but i think that's an important part of it you know just not uh making the hobby out to be some like miserable scene that tournament players I don't,
0: but i don't know if that's a thing anymore like maybe it is I, but we have
1: but we don't experience it because we're in it you know what i mean and i i mean like i remember yeah. being like the new tor- newer tournament player coming back into the hobby and like i didn't get that because i had you guys the right like i like gang ganged up like uh coming back into the hobby but i could see like it can be intimidating and frustrating for somebody coming in to be like nitpicked and rules lawyered uh, if this is their first event and they're not like coming with a friend or a group of people who've played before you know what i mean where like yeah. uh there's some i feel like people gave me some amount of leeway you know uh because i knew you guys or some people you know what i mean that oh he knows how to play he's just like new to the scene or whatever or like right. somebody just showed yeah. up that you've never seen before Not you, but like, uh, might have a harder time breaking in and making friends and like having a good experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Right.
0: And that's all we want at the end of the day some leeway, people. If you play me at the major, just treat me like I'm not this guy. Listen,
1: he has never played before and he's always Mm -hmm. lying. Oh, man. At a major, though, always be skeptical.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah. I, I need to see that codex. So, we, we're, we end this. I guess it's going to be our tradition. We're going to end the, the show on story time. So, story time for this one is, uh, speaking of people that lie a lot, in the, I was playing in the Maryland Open with my ABMEC, and I'm just smoking a White Scars player because I had the double, the, the Mars Ridiculous Shooting ABMEC, and it was, there was no terrain in the middle of the table, and it was a mission where he had to go to the middle of the table, and I just, it was bad. I think he had a Judicar and some, like, Marines in his backfield after turn, my turn two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the judge, who was our buddy, it was on our team, we've known for a while, I don't know the guy I'm playing, comes by, grabs a guy I'm playing and says, hey, man, watch out, he's a, he's a pretty, pretty well-known cheater. Then he laughs. laughs. The guy I'm playing doesn't know me. He doesn't know that we're just joking. <laughs>
1: he's a cheater.
0: And I said, and then so I was like, "Oh, I, that's my friend. He's completely kidding." I was like, "I would not do that."
1: <laughs> I was like, oh. This guy's like, already having a bad time. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, he's like, if it was a normal game, he probably would have laughed it off. But like, he's not having a good time.
1: Like, he just gives like, you that death stare.
0: Yeah, and we played me and that guy that I table played. We actually played the last one. We had a great game. Yeah, and, and but it was so funny. I was like, this poor guy. And I was like, hope he doesn't just like.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man that's all i got for this week is there anything you wanted to cover
1: yeah no man i just uh i'm trying to get some games in some people be dodging me but uh oh, okay. we'll try mm. we'll try to get something in not you present company excluded oh okay cool. I, I already know you got that. your game in this week and uh you got I your teeth rather, kicked in so rather you. does that does that count as a game i don't know uh so yeah man we'll see uh hope to get some more get some reps in and uh see you out there on the tabletop
0: That's right. All right, everybody, thanks for listening again. Uh, We'll be back next week, uh, probably Thursday, Friday, time frame again.
1: Yes, sir. this was the Mid-Table's Finest. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys.